Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Listen, you need more followers. If you want more customers, you need more leads. In order to get more leads, one of the easiest, best ways to do that is by leveraging social media. And the best place to leverage your social media is with Instagram. There are billions of users. You just need to know how to attract the ones who want what you have. Brock and I have helped thousands of people just like you grow their account from like 150 people to 5,000, 10,000, 50,000, even half a million followers. No, you don't need to be a gorgeous fitness model. No, you don't have to be great on camera. It is easier than ever to grow your Instagram account, but you need to understand how. It's not that difficult. In fact, you're probably wasting so much time on Instagram right now, and we want to help save you time and make you money by finding the customers who want what you have. I invite you to join us. We have a monthly membership. It's insane. It is the best priced training mentorship on the interwebs, if I do say so myself. When you join Insta Club Hub, your monthly membership entitles you to two live interactive trainings per month. They're insane. In addition to that, you can log in at any time and watch hundreds of quick, tiny tutorials, each of which are designed to help you grow your Instagram, reach more customers, and do so as quickly as possible. I want to invite you to check it out. Just go to instaclubhub.com. You don't even have to remember that. While you're listening to the show, just scroll down right now over the show notes. You will see that there's a link there to Insta Club Hub. You can actually click on that while you're listening to the show and enter your email address to learn more. It's that simple. And we look forward to seeing you on our next live training. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me here today on Build Your Tribe. So this episode is devoted to copycats. And I intentionally used the term, the phrase copycats because, well, think about the first time you ever heard that phrase. How old were you? Like maybe five? If you had older siblings, for sure, that was one of the first phrases you learned, right? Like, mom, Janelle is copying me. It was so upsetting if your younger siblings were doing what you did. But again, I intentionally used the word copycat today because we are not talking about trademark infringements or true copyright violations. We're talking about people who are just generally copying, imitating, and following your lead so closely that it's shocking to you that they would be this bold, this obvious. So the question is, how do you handle it? What do you do about it? What, if anything, can you do about it? All right, let's get to it. I don't know what your process is for creating something. For me, when I'm going to create something, even a podcast, I go into research mode. So I'll look for other podcasts on the topic. I'll look for books that have been written on the topic. I will search for blog posts, YouTube videos. Sometimes I might look for qualified statistics. I do my research and I follow that same concept when it comes to like finding speakers or experts like professors who serve as the experts inside our marketing program, Marketing Impact Academy. Okay, so a couple years ago, I'm looking for a new expert because obviously Brock and I 
we love Instagram. It's our jam. But I wanted to bring in somebody with like fresh eyes, a different expert who maybe came at Instagram from a different, I don't know, vantage point. Because I do think it's really important to hear more than just one expert's way or take on doing things, right? So I'm doing my research to find this additional expert. And so typically what I'll do is I'll first study their content and see, okay, are they a good teacher? Do they break it down in very comprehensive steps? Do they give people an action plan? Do they know what they're talking about? Are they up to date, right? So what I'll do is I'll order their content and I'll watch their content and then I'll invite them to have a conversation and then I will ask them if they want to do an interview for Build Your Tribe. So I'm following through on that system. I find this gal who I think would be a great fit. I like her personality. I like the way she is on camera and social media. So I order her course just to see like, okay, how does she teach, et cetera. I order the course and I'm like, wow, this is really good. And I'm just letting it play in the background. And as I'm listening, I'm like, we teach exactly the same. Wait a second. Like, this is way too familiar. These sound like my words. Like, am I crazy right now? I swear, these are things like word for word that I know I have said. The example that she gave is an example that I have given. Like, am I losing my mind? I have my staff pull some recent transcripts, and sure enough... This is crazy. Not only was she reading almost word for word verbatim from our transcripts, but she was also one of our Marketing Impact Academy members. Crazy. Now that is not a copycat. That is what we call copyright infringement. I'm just trying to picture myself in court like, Your Honor, she is a copycat. No, that was copyright infringement. And copyright infringement is when your specific work has been reproduced, distributed, or performed or displayed or turned into somebody else's work without your permission. Her content was literally word for word. You could follow along in the transcript. So there was no question that that was a copyright infringement. How do you handle that? You ask your attorneys to start by sending them a cease and desist letter. And usually it will go away. If it doesn't, well, then you may have to take legal action. But again, I digress. Today's episode, we're not talking about copyright infringement. We're not talking about someone who is intentionally trying to mislead consumers to think that they are buying somebody else's brand because they've created a copycat brand. What we're talking about today is the copycatting that goes on when it's somebody in your industry who maybe they're a couple of steps behind you, maybe they're a couple of steps ahead of you, but everything you do, they are watching it maybe tweaking it a little, but it's so obvious that they're getting their inspo from you. I mean, you create a reel and they create something almost identical the next day. The way you plan your launch, the way you write your emails, your landing pages, your welcome letter, the way you structure your course, like whatever it is, like it's that person or maybe it's a couple of people who it just feels like they don't have an original thought. They're literally waiting for you to make a move And then they copy you. Maybe they're using a very similar naming convention, similar pricing. You change your niche, they change their niche. You update your website to neon green and lavender, and they update theirs to neon green and pink. Like it's almost uncanny. It's frustrating, but yet they're not infringing on any of your legal rights, but they're creeping in on your last nerve. It's getting annoying and you want them to stop. 
And even though they say imitation is the greatest form of flattery, it doesn't feel like flattery when they're stealing, (laughs) at least it feels like they're stealing your original ideas, your content, your inspiration. So what can you do about it? First, I recommend that you get a very realistic perspective. Start by understanding that there is very little that is original. Every time I feel a little bit annoyed when I see someone's, I mean, they're not infringing on my copyrights, but they're definitely copying what I'm doing or the piece of content that I just created or the way I've written an email. I always pause and remember that I too, my content, the email that I wrote was probably inspired by somebody else who did it very well. Competition exists in all business markets. And because there's competition, we take inspiration from great content. We take inspiration from great work. We take inspiration from those who we see as successful. Not only are copycats just something you have to expect in business, so is copyright infringement. I mean, I can't even tell you how much money we've had to spend with attorneys just getting websites shut down that are set up to imitate our programs and services and are selling imitation courses that we've created. It's crazy and it's rampant. I mean, I don't know a content creator that hasn't been copied. It's almost like a rite of passage. And I'm not trying to give ideas, but it's not hard to do. You know, you you buy access to a program, you log in, you screen record, and you try to set up shop as if it were your own. And then you compete against the person who you bootlegged it from to try to win their SEO terms. And sometimes as fast as we can take those copyright infringements and trademark infringements down, a new one pops up a couple days later. So it it is going to happen. It is frustrating. We look at it as a cost of doing business. But another cost of doing business is realizing that copycats are unavoidable. Where we differ is how we handle it. Let me share with you how I handle it. I take it as a form of flattery. If people are looking at my website, if someone is looking at my email copy and saying, wow, they're doing a really great job. I want to copy this and of course, make it their own. How can I complain? That's how I got to where I am is like copying what other great people in business were doing. I mean, I had, not I had, I have a folder in my inbox that's just labeled swipe copy. And anytime I get a a great email from any company that I think, wow, this is good, or it's got a good subject line, or this kept my attention all the way through, I put it in in that swipe copy folder to use it as inspiration. I wouldn't consider that copycatting, but it's definitely taking inspo. The difference, I think, is when someone is copying you so closely that it's infringing on your own ability to differentiate yourself from the competition. In which case, it's not just about, you know, it's annoying or killing your vibe. It's actually infringing on your business. In which case, if it's somebody you know, and it's very obvious, if you can prove it, if you can prove it, I personally would start with a friendly email. That's what I would do. Others would not be so friendly. They would just have their attorney send a very alarming letter outlining your grievances, letting them know that they need to cease and desist. And for most people, that is enough to get them to correct course. I've received those kinds of letters before and they're upsetting, really upsetting. So I'm not gonna do that to somebody else, especially when I'm the kind of person I prefer to give someone the benefit of the doubt. I would rather have a conversation with them. You have no idea what their intentions were. And I think we can misinterpret that sometimes. And so this is just my personal opinion. 
I want to start from a very kind approach. I want to start from a friendly approach. I always want to give people the benefit of the doubt. Again, we're not talking about when someone's copying you word for word. We're talking about when someone's taking inspo and they're taking it a little too far. I would rather have a personal conversation, but if you'd rather pay your attorney or her hourly wage to send that letter, go for it. I'm not sure who to attribute this quote to, but it is said the first person who creates something is less important and less known than the person who creates the best version of that thing. Ouch, that can kind of sting a little, but it should also remind us that we have to be vigilant to always improve what it is we have created, what it is that is original and unique about our business and about what it is we offer and our brand. And that's really the best way to combat copycats is to be so good that your customers know the difference. I mean, you can buy a great looking tennis shoe that looks a lot like a Nike, probably performs a lot like a Nike, and you can buy it at Target, but people know the difference. The brand speaks for itself. People don't want the copycat. They want the original. So one of the best ways to deal with copycats is to be so good that people don't want the cheap imitation. They want the original. And the best thing of all is when your customers or friends or people or colleagues are coming to you and saying, are you seeing so-and-so's content? It's like an exact copy of yours. Or have you seen so-and-so's emails or their launch or their landing pages? Have you seen the way that they're saying things or teaching things, they're freaking copying you exactly. When someone says that to me, I really do see it as a compliment. I think it bothers my friends and colleagues more than it bothers me. I'm like, that's amazing because that's what I did. I mean, it's a little bit of that imposter syndrome. When you first get started, you kind of look around. I remember when I first started doing public speaking, I probably sounded a little bit like Brian Tracy. I thought he was the greatest speaker I'd ever heard. He set the bar, and so I wanted to be like him. And I I copied him long enough until I realized, like, this doesn't fit. This is not working for me. There can only be one Brian Tracy. Too many public speakers copy Tony Robbins, but there will only ever be one Tony Robbins. There will only ever be one Gary Vaynerchuk. So be so uniquely you that your customers are only focused on the original. As a CEO, if I focus on copycats, if I focus on what everyone else is doing, if I, if I spend my energy worrying about those people, then that's time taken away from improving and being the best at whatever it is we're doing. Be so innovative and so good that you don't have time to worry about or to police what less successful businesses or people are doing. Innovate so that your competition is forced to copy you and not the other way around. So I guess that's my last and final tip is just completely ignore it. If someone's stealing your ideas, if they are imitating your content, your approach, your emails, your branding, whatever it is, it's only a problem if they're able to copy and deliver the value that you deliver. I'll leave you with this last personal example. Twice a month, Brock and I go live. We go live inside the Marketing Impact Academy. We go live inside of Insta Club Hub. Insta Club Hub is just, you've heard me talk about it. We just specifically teach Instagram. And so twice a month, we pick a topic and we really do a deep dive and like break it all down for our students. 
inevitably, the very next day, we have, I can't even tell you how many of our students also teach Instagram and the way they're learning everything about Instagram and how to teach it and how to break it down and the unique hacks, the case studies, the insights is from our trainings. And then the very next day, like literally the very next day, they will go out and teach that same content. They'll cover it in a podcast. They'll do it in their own webinar. I see it on their reels, on their Instagram stories, and they will perpetrate as if it's their original content. What do we do about it? Nothing. They're paying their monthly membership. So if they want to save themselves time and money by using us as the people that do the research and the testing and the case studies for them, more power to them. Now, I don't want them using our verbiage word for word. I like it when they give us credit, but what can we do about it? Nothing. We're building a reputation of being the absolute best Instagram training on the internet. So, you know, is it annoying? A little, but is it also flattering? Yeah. I hope that this Quick Tip Tuesday has given you some perspective. I know it's frustrating. I do recommend if it does bug you, if it just makes your skin crawl, block those people, mute those people. And if it really is infringing on your business or your ability to deliver unique content to your customers, well then approach it head on. Have that conversation either directly or through your legal counsel. It is my goal to be brief, to be smart, to make it fun and then be done. Ladies and gentlemen, we are done. We'll talk to you on Thursday. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 